can't focus on all that right now. Um, like I said before, Justin's going to have his time, and Justin's going to have a great career. But right now, it's, it's my time, and so my focus is on being the best player I can be for this team and do everything I can to help this team. Andy Dalton right there talking about how this is his time. This is interesting to see. I'm Nick, your daily sports podcast about news, narrative, takes, and gambling. Andy Dalton, the Red Rifle himself, the de facto starter for the Chicago Bears until Justin Fields is tapped by the coaching staff to save their jobs. Justin Fields looked great in the preseason. Very athletic, can throw the ball. The Bears just did this a couple years ago with Mike Glennon. They're like, hey, Mike, you're the starter. And now they're like, hey, Andy, you're the starter until we get scared and put the rookie in. Today, interesting to see. We've got some sad stuff. Um, the, the, the saddest part about sports is when teams leave town. So we've got two instances of that to talk about. We'll look at the NFL preseason week two gambling preview kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, we'll get into some training camp fights as well. In fact, let's go ahead and start with the training camp fight. Antonio Brown ripped someone's helmet off of their head in a joint practice between the Titans and the Bucks after he'd been talking a lot of smack. Antonio Brown getting, um, what, what word would I use? More and more enabled. Um, his sexual predator behavior apparently isn't really relevant to the league anymore. I don't know if they're investigating or not investigating. I forgot to follow up on that, but you can look into it yourself. So I'm reading this blog from Barstool Sports where the guy, Jerry, points it out very well. He says, so the, the real story of what happened is that Bruce Arians covered for him. Bruce Arians, who hated Brown in Pittsburgh. Remember Bruce Arians, the offensive coordinator with Ben Roethlisberger in Pittsburgh with uh, the Killer Bees with Le'Veon Bell, Ben Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown. He probably doesn't love Antonio Brown. He did not want Antonio Brown, but this guy says the quarterback GM head coach of Tampa was livid. Tom Brady wants Antonio Brown, so you put up with it. And Arians' quote on the record was, I didn't see any fighting, just a lot of pushing and shoving. And he said Antonio Brown was swatting flies. So Tom Brady has officially taken over Tampa. Uh, Antonio Brown over-under on being suspended, I imagine, is pretty interesting bet. I don't know if you can get that somewhere. I kind of imagine it's got to be possible, right? You can bet on anything. You can bet on anything you want to. Okay, let's move to some more serious news coming out of Arizona. The worst team in professional sports right now is probably the Buffalo Bills. Or Buffalo Bills, excuse me. The Buffalo Sabres in the NHL. But a close second is another NHL franchise, the Arizona Coyotes. They are two years away from being four years away. They just tried to rebuild. It didn't work, so they're going to break it all down. But something worse that's been kind of floating in the water down in Arizona for the Coyotes is that they, ha they don't have a long-term home vis-a-vis -a, -vis a stadium. Similar to the Buffalo Bills, and we'll get into that in a second. Glendale has the Gila Arena, which the Arizona Coyotes have been leasing for a while. The city of Glendale, Arizona says, we're out. Um, we don't want you here anymore. And they're not going to renew the agreement for the 2021 or 2022, 2023 season. So this is the last year for sure right now that the Arizona Coyotes will be at this arena. And that's heartbreaking for, I don't know how the fan base is down there. I imagine it can't be great. It's not a hotbed of hockey and, you know, this kind of thing happens where you go through a long period of droughts. I remember in the 90s, the Coyotes were always there. They got close to the Stanley Cup Finals. I want to say 2000 and something, maybe 2012, 2010, somewhere in there. They were a couple games away from going to the, the Stanley Cup Finals. They've had some really great players over the years, Jeremy Roenick. But they just don't have a uh, diehard 
fan base because they haven't had success since being in Arizona. Um, let's read the statement from a portion of the statement that was published in sportsnet.ca. Quote, this is from the Healy Arena people in Glendale. Quote, we are thankful to the NHL and Arizona Coyotes for being part of the Glendale community for the past 18 years. The decision not to renew the operating agreement with the Coyotes was not made overnight or in a vacuum. We carefully weighed input from key stakeholders, our expert economists, our arena management firm, and our city council. As reported by Katie Strang of The Athletic, the decision comes after stalled negotiations between city and team over a lease extension and potential renovations to the arena, but multiple notices of unpaid bills by the team to the city also contributed to the parting of ways. Um, so, and this is, I'll just give you a brief, quick thing. I don't get too much into this. What's going to happen with this is eventually either the Coyotes are going to move to another city or they're going to move to Canada, or there is a third option. I think this is less likely. I really do, but it's, it's possible. The core group of Arizona people have a lot of sway in popular media vis-a-vis the Barstool Sports Podcast, Spitting Chicklets. So there's a bit of a cult following for Arizona. If they figure out a way to put the team in Phoenix near actual stuff and not in Glendale by the University of Phoenix Stadium, people think that there's a chance that they could stay in Arizona. I think they're gone. I think it's a terrible business decision. Phoenix just passed Philadelphia as the fourth largest TV market in the United States, a title that Philly has held for years, decades. Philly has been number four. Phoenix just passed it, and to lose that market, even in such a hot weather climate, would be a catastrophe for the NHL. That means that of the five largest markets in the United States, Atlanta and Phoenix, or six six largest, excuse me, there wouldn't be in two of them or the seventh that's Houston half of the top seven markets in the United States would not have a hockey team, but there is a hockey team in Winnipeg. That's a, that is a catastrophe. I suspect um, if, 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 if worse comes to worse, there are, there are cities that have situations set up who wants to bid for this or that, who wants money. Salt Lake city is rapidly expanding. I think that they could I'm, you know, watch out for Salt Lake city. They have an arena that they could probably upgrade pretty quickly. I think people want this to go to, I don't know, Quebec. I'm not sure what's going to happen here, but it's going to be fascinating to watch. What I'm hoping for is that it stays in the western portion of the United States for the sake of hockey, and I hope it stays in Phoenix, but that's just me rooting for something. Something similar is happening to Buffalo, and this is a tragedy because they have one of the most loyal fan bases in all of professional sports. It's a small market, and we're in a situation here where state governments and billionaires are fighting, and the billionaires are going to win. Uh, they always do. It's just how it works. But the state of New York is governed largely by New York media. So people in Manhattan are going to have to pay taxes on, a, on a, an arena in Buffalo or a stadium in Buffalo, and they're just not going to want to. The Bills are playing hardball in a way that we haven't seen from any team that's stayed in a city. So unless this, the state of New York shells out billions of dollars for a stadium in Buffalo, New York, they're gone. That's, that's how I'm reading this. Um, the representative for the Pagula family who owned the Sabres and the Bills said something along the lines of the city of Buffalo needs to add, the, the, the officials in the city of Buffalo need to ask themselves how they feel about not having a team, which is, that's clear. That's a tragedy. That is beyond a Coyotes tragedy. That is, this is the Buffalo Bills, and if they're going to move to Austin or Toronto or San Antonio or maybe St. Louis, like what a nightmare. That would be if Buffalo had to leave Buffalo.
They'd have to rebrand. I don't even... I don't even know, man. Josh Allen, everything seems to be going so well. Like, and I know that it sucks. The billionaires should pay for their own stadiums. Well, the billionaires, they're not going to. They'll take the team. It's their ball. They'll take it. Like, pay, pay for it if you like them. If it makes you happy, that's the point of taxes. Now, if you want to use your taxes for something else, that's completely fine. But I would suggest to the state of New York, I don't know, taxing the billionaires that live in Manhattan might be a nice place to start if you want to really deal with that kind of stuff. All right, let's move on to some stuff that doesn't suck. Um, well, maybe one more story that sucks. There's a labor shortage in... in uh, America, if you haven't heard, there's another pandemic. It's people on unemployment, according to all of the stores here in North Carolina that I go to. But this is, it's leaking into professional sports. Uh, ben Fisher of Sports Business Journal reports that stadiums have experienced intense challenges when it comes to hiring game day workers. SoFi Stadium in LA and other stadiums have staffing issues over the weekend for a preseason game. That's scary to me. Fisher reports that teams and stadiums are optimistic you can read the Sports Business Journal link in the show notes. A lot of the people are retirees, which make them more inclined to avoid crowds as the Delta variant continues. So if you're retired, you get a job at a stadium. It's a nice, fun thing to do. You get a couple bucks. Um, that's been happening at stadiums for years and years. Those guys are like, I don't want the variant. Young people are like, this does not pay enough. Um, it's kind of a tough situation. I, As long as security is tight, I'm cool. Waiting in line is waiting in line, man. You got to do what you got to do. NFL preseason action last night. The Philadelphia Eagles got waxed by the New England Patriots, who are clearly using week two of the preseason as their dress rehearsal. We've talked about usually it's week three is the dress rehearsal. The Patriots use week two as dress rehearsal. So they had starters against backups, and they obliterated the Eagles. It looked, honestly, much worse than starters versus backups. It did not look good. Eagles fans waiting with bated breath to watch Devontae Smith in his debut. He got open a couple times, and then bam, had his first catch. I will say that dude gets open. Every time he got tackled, I was like, man, please just be be gentle. Be gentle with the young boy. He's so small, but he's very quick. He gets open. He's got good technique. And I said during the Jerry Judy years at Alabama, he looks better than those guys. And he looked really, really good. Uh, from a betting standpoint, the under cashes in again. What's up? Because the score was 35 to nothing. The Eagles didn't score a point and the under hits. That's crazy. Vegas just must be flabbergasted. I love when Vegas loses. That is just so funny to me. I love it. They just, they crack me up, man. They can't handle, they can't handle the idea that the unders are going to keep hitting. Oh, man. I just, it's, it's fun. It's fun when Vegas loses, right? We all agree. We all agree that it's fun when Vegas loses. All right, NFL preseason week two games on Friday and Saturday. I think there's, is there one game on Sunday? August 21st, 21st, 21st. Games on Sunday include Giants, Browns, Niners, Chargers, and then on Monday, Jags and Saints. Wait, what? Preseason week two, preseason week two. So there's like multiple preseason week twos. All right, well, whatever. Preseason week three lines are not out. Okay, let's go through the lines. Today, two games, Bengals and the Washington football team. WFT is favored by five and a half. Total is at 35. That means that Vegas is expecting them to win, what, 20 to 15? All right, fine. Uh, I'm out on that game. Kansas City and Arizona is the only game that is expected to go over 40 points. The total is 41. Hammer the under. I mean, I don't know what you need to see. Hammer the under on that. That's like Vegas getting ahead of themselves. Like teams are scoring in the 20s. Hammer the under on that. Buffalo Bills at Chicago Bears. This is on Saturday. Bears are favored over the Bills. Packers are underdogs to the New York Jets. That means Zach Wilson's going to play and Aaron Rodgers will not. I like the Packers there. Plus two and a five. Plus two and a half. 
They have better players. That's an interesting bet. I like the Packers. 4 p.m. on Saturday. Uh, Dolphins, Falcons. Dolphins are favored heavily. Matt Patricia, or excuse me, Robert Flores. Belichick guys, they take the preseason really seriously, so that's probably a pretty easy bet. Steelers and Lions. Steelers are heavily favored over the Lions. I'm not sure what's going to happen here. I don't know that Ben Ben Roethlisberger is going to play, but Steelers are expecting to play more starters. Six and a half is a massive line. The over-under is 37. Uh, I probably would bet. I like when the line's that big. I like the underdog, but you know, New England just won by 35. You see weird stuff happen in the preseason. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I don't really love anything else. Oh, I do love this. The Rams are underdogs against the Raiders. Uh, so six and a half point spread for the Raiders. I think it'll be much bigger than that. I think it'll be a 20 or 30 point victory for the Raiders. Rams don't play anybody in the preseason. And I mean anybody. They, they're they're going to hold out like 20 or 30 players. They don't. Like Sean McVay has decided this is stupid. I don't care about this. There's no reason to participate in this. There's no reason. And I, I don't know what to say. I agree. Who cares? Who cares? The guy can't make it make a, a play in practice, it doesn't matter. Like just get through the preseason. In fact, why don't forfeit? I guess because you're required to play. So that's a big line. The biggest line of uh, the preseason, six and a half for the Los Angeles Rams as underdogs. I think the, the Raiders will, will beat that. I would bet Raiders minus six and a half. I think they're going to score much more than that. So Vegas, the total on that game is 35. That means that Vegas, I can't do the math in my head, what, 19 to whatever, uh, 21 to 14, something like that. 21, 14, not going to be good. Raiders are going to crush them. They have good players too. If you put backups against Darren Waller and Henry Ruggs, even for a couple of plays, you could be down 21. So the two bets I like, what did I say? I like the Raiders to cover minus six and a half. And I like the Packers over the Jets Packers minus two and a half. So that's two bets. And then my third bet was under on the Dallas game. Is that right? No, Arizona Casey. All right, so I'll, I'll, I'll summarize this like an adult. Under on Kansas City, Arizona. I like the Packers to cover two and a half, to beat the spread two and a half, and I like the Las Vegas Raiders to cover the spread minus six and a half for preseason. Maybe I should put some bets on that. The game's when is First game of preseason week two is tonight at 8 p.m., and then Arizona kicks off at 8.01 p.m. Yeah, I can't have conflicts. What would we do? There were multiple games. On at the same time. That's going to do it for interesting to see this week. If you like the show, please recommend it to your friends or colleagues. Spam them. Email them. Go to Apple Podcasts. Give me a five-star rating and review, etc., etc. As we draw closer to the NFL season, there's going to be more focus on gambling. I think on Fridays. And also, I'm going to have a Sunday show when we get to the NFL season. We're just talking about, I'm, I'm so upset that there are no podcasts on Sundays. I wake up on Sunday morning. I want to do a quick little workout before it's time for... Oktoberfest beer and there's nobody has any podcast so I'll start I'll do a little Sunday preview show as well a lot of fun stuff coming up in the 2021 NFL football season Madden out today that's what I'm doing you can watch me play Madden at twitch.tv slash trip Nick T-R-I-B-N-I-C uh, that's the only place the Detroit Lions are going to have a fighting chance all right be back better than ever on Monday